Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to For the Love of Reality, the podcast that recaps all the latest episodes of the challenge. So now that Double Agents is coming to a close, we're going to kind of transition back into All-Stars, and this season is getting really crazy already. It's about halfway through because I think that there's going to be nine episodes, but already there's a lot of drama and a lot of entertainment, and it's giving us a lot in terms of just likability for the show. Like, there's really not been an episode that I didn't like, and it's nice to see these people come, and they want to compete, but they also want to have a good time. So, last episode was kind of crazy. Beth lost the challenge, so she went into elimination as she was the female captain. Katie volunteered herself to go in against Beth because she did not participate in the challenge. However, Mark won the lifesaver, and he saved Katie from elimination. So this meant that the house had to vote on Katie's replacement, and they chose Arissa to go in. And Arissa was very upset about it because she went in thinking that she was going to be safe from elimination and that she wasn't going to have to face Beth. And when she found out that it wasn't going to be physical, she went off on everybody in the house and she quit the game. TJ was pretty upset about that, but knowing the backstory, I can kind of understand why she left. She felt like she didn't have a lot of energy, she has a gluten allergy, and people would eat her food, and she just felt like she wasn't really prepared to compete. So I'm sorry that she left. Like, I feel bad that she left and possibly took a spot from somebody else, but I also feel bad that those were the circumstances. When everybody gets back to the house, Beth says that she didn't want Arissa to feel intimidated. And I don't know if she necessarily felt intimidated, maybe just because the elimination was not physical, but I think Arissa was just fed up with the conditions, and like I said before, I completely understand it. Darrell was very glad that she left because he thought that she wasn't here to compete, and Nehemiah said that if anybody else is going to quit, they should just leave now and not waste anybody's time. I know that people quit seasons of shows very often. It happens on The Challenge. It happens on Survivor. It happens on Big Brother. It happens on basically every reality show. People are not able to deal with the circumstances and they leave. Sometimes it's for personal reasons, family reasons, or just because they don't want to be there. I think that if you're quitting because you don't want to be there and there's really no other reason, then you shouldn't be on the show. If you have personal matters or family matters that would not allow you to be able to compete at your fullest or even continue in the game, then I respect you for quitting. But don't just leave because you are just tired of it. Um, Obviously, Arissa, I think she was a little bit tired of it. But again, the circumstances kind of allowed it. So I am not too upset with her that she quit. I just feel bad that Trishel had gone home. And if Arissa was going to leave, maybe she could have just left then. So I'm wondering if anybody else is going to quit. And if so, I hope they do it now and don't waste everybody else's time. Cyrus is one of Beth's best friends in the game, and he's very happy that she's still in the house. She didn't leave to be with her family. She's still there in pursuit of the $500,000, and I'm happy that she's staying. I'm not Beth's biggest fan, but I would hate to see her leave even though she wants to be here to win money for her family. Obviously, if she leaves, she's not going to be able to win money, so it becomes counterproductive, and you were basically here for nothing. So I really hope that she's able to stick it out and hopefully get pretty far. 
Cyrus then starts talking about his personal life. He has his hand in a lot of businesses. He owns some clothing businesses, some alcohol businesses. He's very successful in the entrepreneurship field, and he has a fiance, so he really wants to win the $500,000, so that way he can have an even nicer wedding than he's planning. So we haven't really heard about anybody wanting to use the money for a wedding and I wouldn't think of Cyrus as the type of person who has a fiance. I almost would think that he's already married or maybe he would want to be independent forever. But I'm glad that he's going to get married and I hope that he makes it far too. I like Cyrus. I used to not like him, but I feel like he's a pretty cool guy and I'm hoping that he makes it pretty far. For several years, Alton has been known as somebody who you really respect as a competitor. His elimination record is 5-1, and he is a very strong competitor who everybody is afraid to go up against. Girls want him, and guys want to be him. He's literally that type of person. Just because he's so strong and so likable, he's a good guy if I've ever seen one, and he's really somebody who you always want to root for. He feels very highly of himself, too, and he feels like he can beat anyone in anything. He thinks that the path to the $500,000 is going to be like a cakewalk, and nobody really stands in his way of that. So he is not even faced by people like Derek or Darrell or even Cyrus. Like, he thinks he can beat anybody, and that's a great quality to have because you want to go into these games feeling like you can defeat anyone. You don't want to think that somebody's going to best you. Obviously, you have to be realistic, but he's very confident in his abilities, and he has gained every single right to be. Hisela is watching the guys hang out, and she remembers that she and Alton did the Gauntlet 2 together, but she has no memory of him. However, she's becoming a lot closer to him. She thinks that he's very attractive, very nice, and he's just the type of person that she wants to be around. So it seems like they're setting us up for an Alton and Hisala hookup because according to the previews, they hook up a little bit later in the episode too. So I think that they would be a good force to be reckoned with. Hisala might not be the strongest person, but she has a lot of willpower and she has a lot of heart. So I think that's somebody who Alton would want to be paired up with. Today's daily challenge is called Connect Them All, and it is a mini-final. TJ is going to split the All-Stars into three teams of six. They will have to race to the first checkpoint and solve the checkpoint before they can continue. From there, the six of them will have to carry a heavy log to a second checkpoint and split up into pairs to solve a puzzle. After that, it becomes an individual race, and the first man and woman to cross the finish line will be saved from elimination. The lifesaver is officially gone, so now it's going to be more important than ever to win. Obviously, it seems like the females are going to be safe, but you never know in this game. We know that there's going to be a lot of twists coming up, so everybody has to be prepared. Copper team is going to consist of Big Easy, Katie, Darrell, Ruthie, Mark, and Anissa. The gold team is going to consist of Kendall, Derek, Kellyanne, Nehemiah, Hisela, and Letarian. And the silver team is going to consist of Cyrus, Yes, Jemmy, John A, Beth, and Alton. I've started to notice that Jemmy and Beth and Kellyanne and Kendall seem to always be together. So I don't know if that's just coincidence or I don't know if it's planned. But it's kind of funny because they seem to work really well together. So it feels like it's a good advantage for both of them to have somebody that they know that they can trust. 
Cyrus also seems to be paired up with Beth pretty often, and we all know that they are in an alliance, so it seems like they're kind of trying to curry favor for people in specific alliances. Because if you're with your alliance, people are going to want to try hard for you. Ruthie and Anissa are paired up again, and last episode, when Ruthie was the captain, she was able to win, which was great, because she was worried that Anissa was going to spite her, but it seems like they're able to put their issues in the past and just focus on winning the challenge, because neither one of them wants to go home. Cyrus ended up hurting his ankle when he was leaving the house, but he wants to still be able to compete, so I'm rooting for him and hoping that he does well. Last episode, his team lost, and now that his ankle is hurt, it might be a little bit difficult for him, but I think that he's going to be able to pull through because he's a very strong competitor, and he's somebody that you really want to watch out for. I have to give praise to whoever's picking the music for this season. It's been really good. It's been a lot of 80s and 90s, and this episode features Working for the Weekend by Loverboy. My mom has a lot of interesting stories about that song. Um, so it brings back a lot of memories, and it's a really good song. Last episode was called Semi-Charmed Lifesaver, and I'm very upset that they didn't use the song Semi-Charmed Life, but it's okay. I'll get over it. I'm still really happy about the music choices. The first checkpoint of the daily requires the teams to solve several math equations with letters corresponding to each answer. They have to solve them all and uncover a phrase. After that, they have to race with the heavy log to the second checkpoint. Copper seems to figure out the phrase pretty easily, actually mostly at the hands of Big Easy, which gains him a lot of praise from his team, and they're off to the second checkpoint relatively quickly. But it doesn't take too long for Gold to solve their puzzle either. Unfortunately for the Gold team, Hisela starts struggling about 15 to 30 seconds in, the log is very heavy and they have to go uphill, and I think that I would struggle too, but I just feel bad that a lot of her team has stamina and then she's not the one who has it. Last episode, she was upset with Kendall, suggesting that she be captain, and she said that she didn't feel like Kendall was going to put herself on the line for her, so she was not going to be captain, and then she fell and failed herself during the challenge, and now it seems like she's failing herself again. So I feel like Kisela has a lot of confidence in herself, but I want to see her really be able to capitalize on that because it's possible that she doesn't feel like she's a very good competitor and it sucks to see her struggling. But I hope that she's really able to get her groove because it's really only going to get harder from here. The silver team is struggling really hard and the person who's struggling the most out of everybody is the person who you would at least expect to struggle, which is Alton. He's obviously a very strong physical specimen and he is barely able to help carry this log up the hill. He's getting tired of going upwind, he's having trouble keeping his hand on the log at all times, and he ends up leaning on bats for support. And that really pisses her off and it surprises everybody. A lot of people are shocked that he's not able to compete well at this. Um, he's usually not known for not being a good competitor. Battle of the Seasons was obviously a different story since he kind of really wasn't in it anyway. But now he's really in it to win it and he's really not doing a good job. Cyrus, on the other hand, who has a bum ankle, is able to do a really good job. And Jemmy is really happy for him. So it's good that Cyrus is able to 
kind of keep up, especially with his injury. But I feel bad that Alton's not able to keep up. And I'm hoping that they're going to be able to recover because I don't want Beth, Cyrus, or Jemmy to lose for a second time in a row. The teams start to get to the second checkpoint, which means that now they are going to split up into pairs. The pairs for the Copper team are going to be Katie and Big Easy, Mark and Ruthie, and Anissa and Rel. The pairs for Gold are Kendall and Latarian, Derek and Kellyanne, and Nehemiah and Hisela. And the pairs for Silver will be Cyrus and Beth, which is really not surprising to anybody, Jemmy and Yes, and Alton and John A. John A seems pretty upset to be paired with Alton just because he gassed out, but I think he'll be able to do pretty well in the puzzle. One funny part of this challenge is that Beth gets confused and actually runs over to Latarian's puzzle, and he has to tell her that she's not partnered up with him and she needs to go back to her side. So that was kind of funny comic relief. A lot of teams are getting checks, such as Mark and Ruthie, Darrell and Anissa, and Jemmy and Yes, but it looks like they're all wrong. And the first team to finish is actually Kendall and Latarian. Latarian thinks that Kendall is a beast, and he wants to be paired up with her for basically anything. So they're like the alliance that we didn't know we needed. They're kind of funny together, and I feel like they complement each other well. Latarian seems like really happy to be around her all the time, and she seems to treat him with a lot of respect, which I think a lot of them have like struggled to be treated with respect, especially those two, and it's nice to see them be able to be paired up together and do well. Derek and Kellyanne are the next to finish, and Kellyanne is really nervous that Kendall keeps beating her and everything. Kendall is definitely someone to look out for, but Kellyanne wants to get the edge on her at least once. They've been partnered up for the last couple challenges, and I think Kellyanne feels kind of overshadowed by her, but she knows that Kendall is probably going to be the type of person that they would want to get out of the game. She's a really good bet to win the whole thing, and obviously Kellyanne wants to win, so she does not want Kendall to get a free ride to the final. But I don't think that Kendall's going to get a free ride to the final, just especially how well she's been doing the entire season. People think of her as a threat, and they're always going to think of her as a threat. But I like seeing her succeed because she's kind of like the underdog, and I love to see the underdog do well. Kendall and Latarian obviously get split up to race to the finish line, and Latarian is able to finish miles ahead of everybody else. Derek is the second one to finish, but since Latarian finished first, Derek is not safe from elimination. This then leaves Kendall and Kellyanne to race for the top female spot, and Kendall is able to get there pretty far ahead of Kellyanne. So it's great that Kendall's going to be safe again. Obviously, there's no lifesaver, so she's not going to go crazy with it this time, but it's nice to see Kendall and Latarian be able to come out victorious because they're not the type that you would expect to do well. Latarian hasn't won a challenge in several years, and now he's doing incredibly well, and I think people are seeing him as a threat too. The next teams to finish are going to be Jemmy and Yas, Anissa and Darrell, and Hisela and Nehemiah. So now they have to run to the finish line, and they're all able to make it there pretty fast. Anissa is running incredibly fast, and I'm really surprised with her stamina. I think when she's by herself, she's able to be focused a little bit more. Obviously, when she was partnered with Fessy, she didn't really care about doing well for him. 
but I think she really cares more about just herself winning than helping somebody like that. I wouldn't want to help Fessy, and he disrespected her a lot, and I think that she deserves a lot more credit just because of how well she did. She didn't win, but she also didn't give up, and she finished in a pretty considerable amount of time. The last two teams to finish are going to be Big Easy and Katie and Beth and Cyrus. Beth and Cyrus have gotten about 10 checks, and none of them have been right. Big Easy and Katie get a check, and they're able to run to the finish line, which leaves Beth and Cyrus to time out, and they're going to lose the daily. Jemmy is pretty worried for Cyrus, and she's worried for Beth too, but Cyrus is the one who is vulnerable right now, so now we're just going to have to see who he picks to go against him in elimination, because obviously we're going to hope that he picks somebody he could beat, and it's not something physical that's going to hurt his ankle, but it's something that he can really shine in, because he's lost twice in a row now, and I know that he really needs a win. Back at the house, Alton approaches Cyrus when he is icing his ankle outside, and Cyrus tells Alton that he wants to go in against him. His reasoning for that is because of Alton's actions during the challenge. Cyrus felt like he was not given enough time to recover during the puzzle, and he feels like Alton was the reason that they lost. Cyrus talks to Mark about also wanting to go up against Alton, but Alton feels like Big Easy is the better decision because Big Easy finished second to last, and he wants to go based off performance. But Cyrus is having none of that. It doesn't seem like he's going to budge. And he convinces Mark to tell everybody in nominations that he wants to go against Alton. Which is exactly what Mark does when they get to elimination. And it kind of starts the argument of whether or not Cyrus is just being bitter that he lost and trying to blame Alton. Or if he has good reasons to go in against Alton. We all know that Alton could beat anybody. So I think it's a pretty ballsy move of Cyrus to want to go in against him, but he feels like Alton was the reason why he lost. And they decide to vote, and Alton ends up getting voted in 8-3-1-1. That's only because Nehemiah and Derek burned votes on each other, and Big Easy got three votes. But Alton is very upset about the decision because he really wanted Big Easy to go in, and he doesn't feel like it was his fault that Cyrus lost. I kind of agree with him because it wasn't his fault that Cyrus didn't do well at the puzzle, but I could see why Cyrus was upset about it. And Alton is kind of acting like a sore loser, at least in the eyes of Letarian and a lot of other people. Alton feels bad that he has to go in against his friend, and now he has to send his friend home. This game, unfortunately, is not easy and it's not fair, but I feel bad for Alton and I feel bad for Cyrus too. Because I really believe that Cyrus is going to lose. And Alton doesn't want to send his friend home. But it's because of his friend that he might have to send his friend home. Later that night, the All-Stars go to the club. And we see Gisela and Alton starting to get close. We saw this a little bit earlier in the episode. But now I think it's really starting to become a thing. It seems like they can balance each other out. And I think that they would be a pretty good relationship in the game. Even if they just decide to stay friends. Because I find them both as pretty strong competitors. Obviously in different ways. But I think that they can balance each other out. They end up getting in bed together. But Alton refuses to reveal whether or not they're going to sleep together. I think that they're going to sleep together. I mean, they're in the same bed. Like, of course, one thing leads to another. But I don't really know. It just seems kind of obvious that they would be gravitated to each other. 
Gisela calls them both very attractive people, and attractive people seem to really like each other a lot. Obviously, you're going to like someone who's attracted too. So I think that they really are going to be a good relationship, and we're going to see a lot more of this moving forward. There's always a twist in the challenge, and the next twist of this season is that every elimination from here on out is a double elimination. So now the men are going to be partnered up with other women in the house. Beth will be partnered up with Cyrus because she also finished last in the challenge, and Alton is given his selection of a partner, so he picks Anissa because she is the elimination queen, and she has a pretty good record, which is somewhat of an honor to her because obviously he thinks that he's going to be able to win with her. It looks like it's going to be somewhat of a repeat of the previous elimination that we did not get to see because Arissa quit. This time, one individual must jump over each individual platform and bring a heavy ball with them, whereas the other partner is going to have to punch the wall and make it through the platforms themselves. They have to repeat the process five times, and each time they have to deposit a ball into a bucket, and the first pair to deposit five balls into their bucket is going to win the challenge. Cyrus is probably going to struggle with this because his ankle is hurting, but he's still able to hold his own, at least for a little bit. Beth knows that he's at a pretty severe disadvantage, but she's not able to jump over the platforms, so she is really refusing to give up. She's able to punch through these walls pretty quickly, but I'm surprised at how quickly Anissa is doing it too. Alton and Anissa seem to be a pretty well-oiled machine. They're working well together, and they both really want to win. Anissa was obviously not expecting to go into elimination, and she really had no opportunity to save herself. Except at the daily, but she didn't know that she was going to need to win because she would be vulnerable otherwise. So it's great that they're able to work well together. Cyrus's ankle ends up getting the best of him, and Alton and Anissa are able to win five balls to one. So they basically demolish the competition. Derek is really happy for them, especially Anissa, because now her record is 11-11, which is a really good record, and Alton now has a 6-1 record. Beth and Cyrus are now having to leave the game, and I feel bad for both of them. I feel bad for Beth because she wasn't expecting to go in either, and double eliminations are always a bummer, but it's good that she's going to be able to be back with her family. Cyrus is upset to be going home, and he ends up cussing out a storm as he is asked to exit the game. He's saying the S word, the F word, and he's just really upset that he has to leave, but at least now he can go back to his fiance and go plan their wedding. It may not be as extravagant, but I think it's still going to be nice. So that's it for episode five. This new twist is really going to change the game, and it's going to leave a lot of people scared, but it's really going to lead to a pretty exciting finish. I don't know how many eliminations are going to be left, since I know that there's going to be nine episodes. I don't know if the final is going to be one or two episodes. I'm hoping that it's just one because I don't want it to be dragged out and I want more eliminations and more drama throughout the season. But either way, it's going to be a really good season and I'm excited for the next half. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I always think you guys, you should be expecting it by now, but I'm really grateful for all the support and I will talk to you all next week.